So I guess we're just going to run it. Let's run it. What's up, guys? Welcome back to episode four of the Run It podcast. My name is Fisher, your gracious host. And with me, as always, is... It is your boy, Kyle. I was about to say Kyle. a joke, but it was about to be really inappropriate, and I didn't know I should have said it. Well, I'm glad you refrained but from doing I, that. I, I had to back up a little bit. It's taken us like an hour to figure out the audio for this episode, because I had to reset my entire computer and make some upgrades to it. And with that, all of our audio settings went out the window. So hopefully after all this is done, it's going to sound great. And it won't be, the, the whole headache will be worth it. But besides that, what have you been up to, Kyle? Absolutely nothing. But I'm glad you asked. I really am. <laughs> I've actually been up to absolutely nothing. Nothing. Besides I, us playing Destiny 2. Like, yeah, Destiny 2 and DoorDash. Destiny 2 and DoorDash, as always. DoorDash, please sponsor me. How's how's DoorDash going, by the way? We need to, we need like a, a DoorDash update. You need an update on DoorDash? Yeah, well, I made since the last episode. Well, I did three days worth of deliveries. I made 120 bucks off of doing it. So it's actually a pretty, uh, pretty, pretty chill job. If you're actually looking to like have something just to do, it's pretty good. You're starting to interest me. Like I'm, I'm starting to be tempted to, to work for DoorDash just to get a little extra cash. So yeah, dude, people tell me that all the time. They're always like, you make DoorDash sound like it's actually like a good way to go. I'm like, dude, it is. It's like really easy. You're your own boss. You listen to nobody. All you do is go pick up food. It's already ready. You ba- you may have to order yourself like once or twice, but you just go there. Most people just want you to leave it on the doorstep. You don't even have to talk to people. So even if you like, a lot of people feel like they're like, oh no, I'm too antisocial to be a DoorDasher to do something like that. Dude, you don't have literally to. Literally just walk up, place it there, like, <laughs> you, hi, you just hand them food. Bye, have a good day. I, I literally just sit on their doorstep and then I like back up and I don't leave until I see them grab their food. And yeah. then I'm like, have a good night. And they're like, thank you. And, and I'm you like, just, you just message HQ like the package has been delivered. And I'm like, like the drop off has been set. We're good to go. <laughs> the eagle has landed. The eagle Roger has landed. Roger Tango. <laughs> All right. Well, besides DoorDash, uh, we don't want to make this a DoorDash podcast. Uh, Destiny 2. We've been playing a lot of Gambit Prime. Destiny 2. Yeah, dude. I'm actually very surprised at how much I'm, I've enjoyed my trip back to Destiny yeah, 2. Yeah, I'm, I'm really shocked. Both of us, I think we tried Destiny 2 at first and we were kind of like, this is kind of shit. Yeah, dude. I tried it at launch and like I played the very underwhelming, boring campaign. And then I went online and I was like, okay this sucks i just wasted so much money this is a this. waste of time like, this, like there's I, nothing to do i wasted 60 bucks on this and now everything's bored. broken and unbalanced it's like it used to be like the only thing that kept you playing destiny was just to make your character look cooler yeah like it was it wasn't fun i was like i just want to have a badass looking warlock so i'm just gonna keep doing all these boring ass missions and all these side quests and all this dumb shit that they make you do just so I can get a cool helmet. And also all the armor at launch for Destiny 2 just garbage. Looked, it looked garbage. It was awful. It looked garbage. I mean, at least it looked whenever... like one of those runway shows where like the theme is garbage. Yeah, it's garbage. Garbage. It's garbage where people just yeah. wear trash little yeah, trash like, bags. Like even in Destiny 1 like at launch the outfits were still pretty cool. Yeah, like, they were the, still the pretty cool. It was pretty cool actually. And then they just got more and more badass. Destiny 2 was, or Destiny 1, I remember, I have so many fond memories of us playing Destiny 1 together. I remember that night, me, you, and Jacob all went over to your place, and we spent, like, hours, like, creating our characters and stuff, and, like, taking turns off of one Xbox just to play, like, play yeah. through, the, play through the, um, the intro mission, and then we'd switch off, and then someone would play the second mission, and then we'd switch off, and then everyone would catch up, and... Yeah, dude. Yeah, it was, it was such it was, a blast. Yeah, it was so much fun, like... 
I, I always remember like going to gym, like being in gym class mm-hmm. and like having those guys like you come up and you talk about it. And then we, yeah, remember the one they had the destiny, the app? little destiny app. Yeah. yeah I want to bring that's, that up. It was so cool. We, we made a clan. We made a clan. We had a clan. It, it, was, it was called so the cool. sisterhood of the traveling pants or something. Yeah, it was so <laughs> I don't remember funny. where the joke came from, yeah. but I remember I that. Don't know. We came up with it in gym. Yeah. And then like, we were like, we would like compare our characters and everything. Mm-hmm. We'd be like. You remember Dylan? He was yeah, like Dylan. such a Titan fanboy. Yeah. If, he, if Dylan, if you ever hear this, you're still a Titan fanboy. Yeah, he still is. He still <laughs> he still plays Destiny two to this day. Oh, I know. He, he was does. one of those guys that got it at launch and just kept playing. Yeah, dude, he's hardcore. I knew a guy in the uh, in the Marine Corps that was like super super hardcore Destiny. Really really good at it too. He used to be like on a, a Halo team mm-hmm. back in the day, and uh, he's really good at Destiny. And he loved it when Destiny two came out. Even though he was really underwhelmed with it, like most people were. He still loved it, and he just played it all the time. Yeah. He was just sitting. He would sit in his room in his underwear for hours on end. We wouldn't see him. We we're like, "Where's Zamora?" And he's just sitting there, just gaming away, like all wide eyed. I gotta get like, this new ghost shell. <laughs> he's, he's like, "What are you doing?" I'm getting all the. He's like, I'm getting the best armor in the game. And he had a. He played hunter. He had a hunter class. Yeah. So like, he like got like this all. I was there whenever he was like, "Finally, I'm done. I don't have to play Destiny two anymore." Because he got like the best armor that you could possibly get at that time. Mm-hmm. And it was like all black. Best light rating and everything. Yeah, it was everything. And he was like, I'm done. I don't have any reason to play it ever again. And then I come back in his room like 20 minutes later and he's still playing. I remember <laughs> us always trying to get together for a fire team, but our internet was just so piss poor that we would just get logged out like halfway through any strikes or raids or anything like that. Oh, dude, that was the story of my life. <laughs> the one time, the one time we actually had a whole, um, a whole, like we were able to actually stick together was, it was with me, you, and our friend Sam. We were in this strike, and uh, we literally got all the way to the end of it. But the boss was so hard, we had to like huddle into this little tiny shelter room and just take little pop shots and little at pop him. shots. And then we would look at each other and like, "I'm not going out there. No, you no, you go out there. You go out there." <laughs> You're like, I, 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 I would be like, "I barely play this. Like, yeah. y'all, y'all get more experience than I do." <laughs> and what we do, you want me to do? We literally had to like leave the match because it went on for like an hour long, and we all had to go do things with our <laughs> it's life. Like, bitch, it's like, bitch, we I, couldn't finish. <laughs> I run a hand cannon. You really think I stand a chance against this thing? I'm out there. <laughs> Anyone have rocket launchers? No one has a rocket <laughs> no! launcher. This is before swords came out. Too, yeah, this is so. before swords came out and yeah. grenade launchers. But that's Destiny One. Destiny Two Wait. had a really rough start. Doesn't that make you feel old? That we that God that, yes. Like that Destiny used. We played Destiny before there were swords. Like there's people out there that probably were like, wait, they didn't have swords at one point? Like, yeah, dude, it used to just be a one mission. Yeah, man. Where you went to go, you had to retrieve the sword. They didn't have rocket launch. Yeah, it yeah. was just one, yeah. it was that one, one mission. mission. And you would that just one go mission to retrieve where you got the sword. Crotus's sword. Yeah, and then you could just keep playing it over and over again because everybody just liked using the sword. Yeah, it was so I, much and fun. then I think they brought it back one time because everyone loved the sword. They brought back, like, they another, did it in another mission. Yeah. But you could only do it in that one mission. You didn't actually mm-hmm. get the sword. Yeah, and then finally they were like, you know what? We'll give you swords. You could be a samurai. And we're like, yes! Swords! Swords are awesome! They're still kind of OP. They they, they still are. They're still pretty They hit hard. (laughs) But Destiny 2 now, it had a rough launch. It had a pretty rough launch. Uh, A lot of microtransactions. Activision was being a fucking ass about it all. terrible about it. Yeah, really terrible. Really rough campaign. Really rough first two DLCs. But then something magical happened. Magical. Magical. Bungie disconnected from activision smart move yeah so now the the parakeet can fly free now <laughs> the parakeet <Fuck> bars. <laughs> if y'all actually watch the video that we recommended please watch it it's fine <laughs> we would get the joke and 
God, it's so worth it. Yeah, it's, it's so worth it's, it. It's, we it's, might be we might be referencing that video a lot. Now. Yeah. So what'll it be, boys? The Nutribar or the parakeet? Or the parakeet. <laughs> Fuck Nutribars. <laughs> I think my barber set me up. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Reel uh, it in, reel it in. Oh, um, man, that's so. Funny. Yeah, but but Bungie got to go free, and ever since then, they've been pumping out a lot more content, uh, reworking a lot of things in the game. Free to play now. Yeah, it's free to play now. Uh, you get. The only thing you get to play for free is like the first three campaigns, so the the main campaign, the the and the first two DLCs. They're all, they're both shitty, but for free, you know. I I didn't have a problem with it. I I literally jumped onto Destiny too, just to uh, just to get more comfortable with PC and mouse, yeah. to to be able to play better in other games like Valorant or uh, or Rainbow Six Siege yeah. or or apex like i was literally just using it just to like shoot at random enemies just to get better and more comfortable with mouse and pc yeah it has like because it's a really easy game to yeah. do that it's a good game it's to a good your skills yeah because it's like a big horde based game tons of enemies and you know like it's not like too hard mm-hmm. to it's not really that hard to master the first three campaigns are easy yeah, like super easy, easy. i only i maybe died once or twice and that was just because of my own stupidity yeah like i would fall trying, off a cliff yeah, or something just, or you just trying something dumb but like yeah they like the final boss fight in the main campaign is like stupid easy like all you do is keep like all i did was hide under a bridge and then he would like i'd see him i'd like Take a few pop shots at him. The fights run two to the levels before him were harder. Yeah. Oh, totally. When you get to him, you just like run from different sides back and forth. You know, from the the little the ship that you're on, like bang bang, and he goes to the right, then you run to the left. It's very easy. Mm-hmm. But like, you know, no, I'd hundred percent agree that it's definitely a good game to um, hone your skills on mouse and keyboard. Because when I started playing it with you here at your house, um, I wasn't that great when I first started. Like when I, I hopped into Gambit with you. And I was terrible. I couldn't hit shit. Like I couldn't. Like I, I would be lucky if I'd hit anything. I, I, I couldn't guess how far my grenade went. Like my, I didn't know how to use any of the buttons. Like mm-hmm. anything. I was so confused. I looked like a little child playing with a toy. But like after like three matches, I was like, I was good. I was golden. Like I was actually hitting targets. I was actually, you know, on point. And so I, I agree that it's a really good game to like kind of reel in your skills a little bit yeah so if if you're getting onto pc um especially after we talked about getting a pc if you've decided to get a pc now um you should play first game first game you should play is destiny 2 because that will actually that will help you get comfortable with mouse and keyboard and you definitely want to switch over to mouse and keyboard as soon as you possibly can it will just help you a lot with your games um but then so so Back to back to what I was saying with with what you get, you get those three DLCs, uh, which are like eh, they're they're they are what they are, but they're free. Yeah, they're free. But along with that, you get a bunch of strikes that you can play with your friends. You get or you can uh, do them solo. I did like you get. I did a strike solo, and it was yeah. pretty simple, pretty easy. You get Crucible, uh, which is basically their version of like a regular team deathmatch multiplayer or capture the yeah. flag, basic thing, stuff 6v6. like that. Yeah. yeah, basic six v six. But then you also get gambit which has been our favorite mode to play in probably any video game in a while very very long time like to me it beats out anything call of duty's pushing pumping out right now and i know that'd make a lot of people mad because warzone's kind of taken over Mm -hmm. lately you know but me we we've never really been on the warzone hype train Mm -mm. like we like don't get me wrong we've played it we played it a a good bit yeah we played our fair share of warzone matches it was okay at first we've both gotten our fair share of dubs in it too we just 
I couldn't stick to it. I couldn't. I don't know what it is because it, it's just like the it's same old. It's the same old, same old battle royale. And sometimes it's just you hard wanna, to stick to them. Yeah, sometimes you just want to go back to like the old days, like fun, creative, you know, mm-hmm. co-op modes. You know, fun, creative, like team based stuff. Yeah, yeah. team based where you, you know, can respawn. Because yeah, we're getting so far away. Like we're we're getting so far away from the basic multiplayer which got us all hooked, you know, competing mm-hmm. with people and they're turn everything's becoming a battle royale and I really don't like that. Like don't get me wrong, battle royales were great when they first came out, but now the market is just flooded with them. Yeah, and there's there's not really any creativity that's going along with them. Mm-hmm. There's just nothing there's nothing new that's being brought to battle royales to make them interesting and that whole RNG, the random loot yeah. thing that that whole cycle is just starting to get just starting to grade on me i know a lot of people can just keep playing and playing over and over and over yeah. again there's nothing wrong with that if you know, you're I one mean, of those I put, people i yeah. put hours i mean i put hundreds of hours into apex yeah i love apex but god i wish they would do something to like change it up yeah like i i agree with you i love apex as well um i think that game is the the one battle royale that's doing it the best yeah, and uh, I mean, and then if you want to talk about a game that's actually doing battle royale a little differently, I mean, we you know, we can probably both agree on Spellbreak on that one, you know, like it's it's not necessarily doing things that are like leaps and bounds, you yeah, know, away it's... from battle royales, but it, it is trying to put its own special twist on the genre, and you know, you kind of have to give them a little bit of respect for that, you know, trying to make it like, hey, teamwork can actually help you a lot more in this, you know, you learn how to combine the spells and everything, mm-hmm. but. It's just it's still the same old same old. It's just a battle royale with a shitty map. Yeah, at first for my first like ten matches or so, I was like, oh wow, this is really cool. This is kind of creative. Yeah. I like this. This is different. And then like then it was just like, it's you know dry. what? Nah, it's it, yeah. it got dry. It it's got like, dry really quick. It's like it, that zebra bubble gum. You know, everybody knows the zebra bubble yeah, gum. Yeah, zebra bubble gum. You chew it for like for like five one se- minute, five seconds, five seconds dude, and then and the you get like gone. a pack full of flavor, and then after that, you're like, this is bland. Yeah, that's is, exactly how that's hell. exactly how I feel about Spellbreak. I played like two matches with you, and I was like, didn't really want to play a third. And match. you were excited too. Like you saw me playing, you were like, "Hey, yeah. this is really cool." And then as soon as we played it together, you were. I, I, was, I was like, like, I was, I was like, I even asked you. I was like, I'm interested to see how you feel after like two or three matches. Yeah, I was kind of like underwhelmed. I'd say I was, I was, I was bored of it. You know, I was just like, eh, it's a, uh, it's okay. You know, I mean, like it's different. I mean, I like it because like. Really, any game where I can shoot lightning out of my hands, I like, like at Palpatine. first. Yeah, dude. For some Unlimited re- power. <laughs> dude, ever since I was young, dude, I've always been obsessed with, like, I've always wanted electricity powers. <laughs> like, if I had to pick anything, any power in the world, it'd be, to, like, it'd be, like, to shoot electricity out of my fucking hands. Same. That's it's my favorite. So cool. That's my favorite element. Yeah, it's my yeah. favorite element. Yeah. So, infamous. Like, infamous was the thing that got yeah, me. Yeah. When infamous, I infamous so came good. out and I was like... I can finally do it. Like, I wanted to buy a yellow jacket and yeah, just run around yeah. and just try to <laughs> shock people. I wanted to shave my head like Cole McGrath. Yeah, bro. I was about to, like, buy... I was about to go get a fork and stick it in a socket and try to, like, get <laughs> lightning powers. But I was like, wait, that'll kill me. <laughs> I was like... It's I'm, okay. I'm special. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just waiting for a, an atom bomb to drop, and I'm going to try to center myself right underneath it. Like, come on. Come on. <laughs> Here we go, powers. Just to the left. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> Am I there yet? I'm about to be so cool. 45 degrees north. What does that even then mean? You just get, you just, if you don't die, you just get cancer. Yeah, I just have extremely terrible cancer yeah. and live a terrible life. You just life. look like a blob. I just sit there, worth it. Blob. <laughs> it's worth the shot. But, <laughs> but back to Battle Royales. Well, 
we'll finish up with that and then get back to Gambit because we haven't even described what Gambit yeah. is. But back to Battle Royales, yeah, I just I don't see I don't I don't see the the medium getting any better. And my biggest it's problem not. my biggest problem with we could actually we could probably make a whole podcast out of this. Do you want to like save this for a whole entire podcast? Because I yeah, feel like we yeah, have a yeah. lot. We, we we can we can go on. We there's plenty of rabbit holes we can go on when it yeah. comes to battle royale games. Because you know, maybe next week. Yeah, probably next week. We can probably do that. Maybe Sounds we should. Me. Okay, so maybe we should put our thoughts on hold so, right so, now. Yep, yep, put those thoughts yeah. on hold. We're gonna tease y'all a little bit. We're gonna yeah. leave y'all wanting. Yep. So if you want to hear our yeah. more 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 takes on battle royales and tune into episode five, it'll be a good good little yeah. show. Good but little show. back to Gambit. So let me describe what Gambit actually is. Gambit for it. is where you go up against. Another team, so you have a, a team of four, and you're going up against another team of four, and you're plopped into do two different ar- arenas where you're fighting uh, enemies, like PV, it's PVE, two PVE arenas, and what you're doing is you're killing enemies to try and gather up points, bank these points in your little bank thing, and then whoever gets the, the 100 points first summons this thing called a primeval. It's just a giant boss monster. And then whoever beats their primeval first wins the game. But the thing is, every time you put in a certain amount of points, you send over a blocker to the other side. That's really hard, and the other team has to take care of. And also, you can jump over to the other side and kill other guardians or other players to try and mess them up and try to slow them down. And it's got to be some of the most random fun I've ever had. Oh, without a doubt, dude. It's like, it's it's controlled chaos and just tons of random, just random shit flying everywhere. And it's like, the fact that I can use elect- electrical powers in it too, you know, uh, do the, have the Stormbringer class mm-hmm. as, um... <laughs> Which is a, war- a Warlock class, yeah. Yeah, I play Warlock, in case you're wondering. I play Warlock, Fisher usually plays Hunter. Hunter, Hunter but he always, like, envies the Warlock's... The, the yeah, I love the lightning. Yeah, the yeah, when, and the, the outfits for the warlocks yeah. are by far the coolest. Warlock outfits are so don't at cool. me on that. <laughs> don't at me. You won't win. But um, yeah, dude, I love it. It's, Hunter class looks like ass. No, the Titan class looks like ass. Okay, yeah, Titan Hunter class, class looks like is ass. A, it, it has its moments. Titan, yeah. Titan looks stupid. If you want to defend a Titan all day, then you're 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 dumb. Like they're <laughs> y'all's outfits are terrible. Y'all look like linebackers. Now their abilities, their abilities, their abilities are like are, a, are, are in, like a necessity when you're on a strike. Mm-hmm. Like they'll or or even in Gambit, dude. Lightning, like not lightning. Titans. Yeah. Titans have great abilities that are that help so much in Gambit, especially whenever you're going to that uh, one. Raid. That one, like I think it's called Sunburst, where they just yeah, the throw hammer. hammers. Yeah, yeah. You're just Thor. You're just throwing Thor <laughs> you're just, hammers all you're day. Just flaming Thor hammers yeah. all day. You're just like Ugh! Like, holy shit, was that a it's hammer? It's hammer time. I mean, but then you can do the, I mean, you can have something just as good whenever you do the um, same class with a, the warlock. You mm-hmm. just have a flaming sword and you fly around and you just murk. Yeah. Which is what I'd say is the best one to use in Gambit, but I just can't. I think lightning. the Titan and the warlock have the cooler, like, oh, the cooler ability. Ultras. Yeah, or, or, oh, yeah, I guess they're called ultras or supercharged they're abilities. Called, they're, they're called supers. Yeah. In there. And the hunters just have, like, Hunter has, like, a golden gun. Uh, a little bow that shoots one bolt, and then a and then a fucking pole. Yeah, you can fucking you, pole dance yeah, on the enemies. Yeah, you run pole, which yeah. pole is probably the best one to use. The lightning one is just mm-hmm. because you get the most hits out of it. You mm-hmm. get the you can do the most damage out of it. I feel like some people are like, no, bro, golden guns goaded. Like, don't get me wrong, golden gun in the cru in the crucible, huh? 
No, you don't don't mess with that. Golden Gun of the Crucible is insanely good, and it was insanely good in the first Destiny. It was the best ult, and that's why so many people ran Hunter in the first Destiny because of it. But back to Gambit, uh, I love it. I really do. Uh, you you put me onto it. I was kind of iffy about mm-hmm. going back to Destiny too, and you're like, bro, no. Just, Gambit. Just try just Gambit. Just try Gambit. And you're like, dude, I literally, this is all I play. Like, I was literally about to drop Destiny 2 because I was like, okay, I got my practice in. I'm feeling more comfortable Same with shit, mouse and keyboard. Day. And then I was like, what's this Gambit thing? And I tried you it. It was hooked, like, dude. whoa. It's, and, and, and the moderator for the whole thing is Yeah, so moderator funny. Drifter. Yeah, Drifter's the guy. He He's so fucking Go get hilarious. that prime evil. Go get that prime evil. You didn't start that <laughs> fight. You, you finished, finished it. it. He's, he's so like, toxic. he's so toxic. Like, I love it. He, he goes from he goes from military like soldier to mm-hmm. toxic frat boy way too smoothly. <laughs> yeah, he just tra- his transitions are just untouchable. He just yeah. You didn't start that fight. You finished it. <laughs> oh oh hell yeah, dude! You go right. bank those moats. Then it's prime evil for dinner. <laughs> prime evil for dinner. <laughs> oh, it's hilarious. He's like pulling you back in ten seconds. Good hunting. <laughs> It's like okay, <laughs> thanks, a, bro. He's hilarious. I want to. I want to pull a cosplay of him. He'd be great. Dude. I want to pull a cosplay. But, but yeah, I'm. I'm so glad you put me on to Gambit, and like, I hope more people actually give it a shot. Yeah, if you're listening to this, go down. If you're on PC, PlayStation Four, Xbox, Destiny is Two is free now. It's free. Go download it. Try out Gambit. It is so much fun. You <laughs> have nothing to lose. Yeah, literally. If you want to pay for it, like you can get like some more DLCs. Yeah, and then like so that's where all the good stuff comes in. And then too. they also have like a battle pass system now. Like, yeah, I noticed. Which I mean, I prefer I, that over loot boxes. So but, I'm, oh, I'm cool with that. I like I like that new process. Yeah. The the battle pass. I think um, rewards you for playing more. Yeah, exactly. And if you want to just go ahead and unlock it, you can pay twenty dollars. Yeah, if you if you want to pay to play, you know you, you want to pay to it. win. You can. Well, it's you not know? pay to win, but yeah, if you want to unlock yeah, all those yeah, cosmetics wanna, and yeah, guns and yeah, stuff. it's all, and, and like, it gives you like uh, the, the upgrading modules that you can use to upgrade stuff. So if you want to upgrade your stuff a lot quicker and kind of just catch up and be on par with a lot of people, you can drop 20 bucks and unlock a ton of stuff and you'll be good. But if you want to, you can get the same, a lot of the same stuff and it's free. And it, I like that. I, like yeah. you said, I'd much rather prefer a battle pass over a loot box system because mm-hmm. loot box systems are just garbage. Like yeah. they're they're randomized, and it's just it's they're just money pits. Like I'm just, glad that we're slowly getting rid of them. Like there's still a few games that have them. Uh, it's surprising that we that there's still some in some games. But you know what? We're we're slowly phasing them out. We have the whole battle pass system, and I will take that over loot box like. If they have to get some kind of extra money out of you some way, I'd much rather it be. I much rather pass. it be a battle pass than loot boxes. I like if they can yeah. be happy with with just a battle pass, I will be happy to yeah. live with. Because it. it's like a one time payment. It's like with yeah. Apex, like like you pay one time for the season, a Call of Duty. You know, you pay one time and you get all this stuff. Yeah, and also and you some, know what you're sometimes there's get. some cool stuff in them. Sometimes there's cool the cool yeah. stuff in. Them. Sometimes and it's also garbage. you can level up this battle pass without buying it. So if you happen to get all the way to the end of it before the season season's over. Uh, you can just press, okay, well, I've, I've maxed it out, so I can press buy, and I I have all of that stuff. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, you don't have to actually buy it to unlock all and that stuff as you That's what you, you did with Call of Duty at first. Like, yeah. you, you wouldn't even, like, you, you even did it with Apex, and you love Apex. So, yeah, I love so Apex. It's, like, really surprising that you didn't just buy that off rip. You know, you just, you're like, hey, I'm going to grind it out. If I get to the end of the battle pass, or, like, or like with Call of Duty, you would want me to work on your battle yeah. pass because I had nothing to do. So you were like, if I get far enough or like right before the season ends, if there's some stuff that I want that I've already unlocked, you'll buy it. 
Mm-hmm. But if you didn't, you're like, I don't really want any of this stuff. Yeah. You would just want to waste the money, which because I think is I a- never because I never stick to one game for long. Just because mm-hmm. I like trying so many different games, I'm never. Um, that's why I can never get competitive with a game because I yeah. like as soon as I'm like I've like mastered most of the mechanics of one. It's like okay, cool. Yeah. This new game's out. I want to go try it. Yeah, I think Apex is probably one of the games that you you've stuck with for yeah, the longest time. Yeah, Apex is time. the one game that I. Apex is the one game that I've stuck the longest time in with, which is funny because I like a lot of days I love that game and I'll mm-hmm. <laughs> every time most we, days I hate it. Lately, whenever we've played, we both just hate it. Yeah. And so we're like, I hate this game. I'm not yeah. playing it anymore. Let's these sixteen <laughs> these sixteen year olds have gotten fucking pro <laughs> like, status. I was like, let's play Call of Duty now. Well, everybody's homeschooled or like virtual yeah, classes yeah. now. So all these sixteen year olds have had way more time so to get like good log- at the game. Like they're logging into their Zoom classes yeah. and then just playing Apex or playing Warzone, which I can't compete with people in Warzone anymore. Yeah. dude. I haven't been able to play COD. I haven't played COD since like the beginning of season five, and season six is just now coming out. Like, That's the shitty thing for us because since we have jobs and shit, we, so can't, we can't dedicate all this time to games, yeah. especially with me because I hop around to games so I can yeah. never like stick with one and actually dedicate all my time yeah. to when it. When I was in the military, oh dude, it was so easy to dedicate time because like I knew my hours and knew when I was going to work. I worked yeah. every day and then I just, I wanted to stay out of trouble. So I just played video games. When I lived in Japan, that was two years of gaming. That's all that was. Gaming mm-hmm. and go to the, go into the gym. I would game, take my pre-workout, wait for it to kind of kick in, walk to the gym, go work out, come back, shower, open a beer, play video games till like 3 a.m., go to work at 8. And I did that for like two years straight. I didn't go to bars. I went to bars like maybe twice. Like I would go out like a hand. I went out like a handful of times in those two years. I remember us. Well, I remember us. We got to get back to Gamut, but I like this. I like this little rabbit hole we're going. Yeah, yeah. Let us know if you enjoy this, guys, because I'm I'm actually digging us talking like this. Yeah. Let us know if you actually enjoy us going down this little bit of a rabbit hole here. We're going to get back to Gambit because there's more stuff that I want to talk about, and then we'll get into our main topic. Yeah. But I remember us uh, back when I was going to college here, and like right before I went to, to Kennesaw, you and I used to pour so much time. I was able to because the classes were kind of easy down here. Yeah. Uh, and I didn't work as much, but you and I used to pour in so much time into Paladins on oh, PC. Yeah. And oh my God, that game was so much fun. Dude, it I loved so It was so freaking awesome to just pour yeah, hours dude. and hours and hours into that game yeah, and man. get really good. Yeah, dude. I'd, like after I like came to Tifton, like like after I got married and then went back to Japan, and I just like I just I I couldn't really do anything. I had to save my money, mm-hmm. so I just sat in my room all day and I just grinded Paladins because you showed it to me. Mm-hmm. You were like. Hey, uh, Paladins is like free to play, and it's like in beta. It beta. There's a. It's in beta. It's in beta, baby. Hey, it comes out, man. I was born and raised in South Georgia. Look, I'm gonna. It's gonna pop out. We both are. If you guys ever hear us stagger, it's probably because we're fighting back our southern accent. Yeah, I mean, at this point, I don't even try to fight anymore. I just kind of let it flow. Oh, I do. Some people, I know you do. That's why I sound like an idiot most yeah. of the time. <laughs> I just say, you know, that's great. I'm just gonna let it go. But um. Yeah, dude, Paladins was Paladins to me is a gem. Honestly, I feel like it's like kind of a hidden gem because it's not like necessarily unheard of, but it's like just really, really good, and it's not super mainstream. You know, like it's it's kind of considered. Oh, that's the Overwatch clone. It's better than Overwatch. Yeah, it it is. I've never been Fight able me. to get into Fight Overwatch. Me. I don't care. <laughs> I do not know why because they are mostly the same game. I've never been able to get stuck on Overwatch. I don't know. But it's, Paladins I love. I, I love Paladins. Yeah, dude, I love Paladins. I think it's because, like, whenever you start, you're locked into, like, whatever character you use. Mm-hmm. And also, you have a, such a good 
depth to each character where you can yeah. like like with the card system yeah the card system yeah. really really does help like, out a lot you can like, customize it however you want you, yeah based on your play style like if you like to if you like to heavy like push heavy you can upgrade your armor and your ammo and your reload time mm-hmm. so you're, you're good to go and you can just go in there you know guns blazing if you're a big healer you love to heal people. You can expand the range of your healing or how much you heal people by. I remember whenever we were playing cooldowns. seriously, I had Zen as my main. Yeah. And I built him out. I had I had cards to build him out to where I could. I love flanking. I yeah. love characters where I can flank, where I can get in behind people or get to their sides and just be kind of like a mosquito bite. Mm-hmm. Well, to just kind of annoy them and, and get their distraction, like to yeah. get their attention on me instead of like the main pushers. Yeah. Well, I was able to spec him out. To where I wasn't just being a distraction. You were doing damage. I was popping in, killing the whole team, and then just ghosting away. Yeah. Like, as soon as they saw me and they started focusing, firing on me, I was just able to turn into smoke and just disappear. Yeah, dude. And um, I, you would do that, and I would usually pick Ruckus, which mm-hmm. is, like, my favorite tank. Or, yeah, yeah, probably Ruckus. I was going to say Fernando is good, too. But Ruckus, dude, he hits so hard for a tank, and he just has a health bar. Like, he's a bullet sponge. So I could just sit there and I, get, I have like 200 rounds of just of a machine gun. I could just mm-hmm. blaze them down. I loved when we did combos like that where I'd pop yeah. in and be like, hey, let me grab their attention. Get yeah. ready. Yeah, and I would just come in and I was like, hey, hey, I'll draw fire. You know, I'll get this aggro and you just come in and just wipe them. Mm-hmm. Like, like I wasn't looking for kills. I was like, I'll hold objective and you just get the kills. I don't give a damn. I was like, <laughs> so I'd sit there, blast rockets, and then Ruckus's um, ult. Oh, you'll waste people because he just unloads all his guns for like like I think it's like five, ten seconds maybe, mm-hmm. and you'll annihilate the whole. If the whole team's right there, they're all dead. Doesn't matter what tie, how big their health bar is, how many shields they got, they're done. They're done. It's great. Yeah. So, but dude, paladins like it's great for any type of play style. I mean, if you want to play strategically, you you have that option for. That if you want to play casually, if you want to just hop in and play, like dude, I can't tell you how many times I've hopped in and played paladins and just had a good match. Yeah. I've I don't always, think I can do that. I don't think I can do that with overwatch. That might be why we have such an issue with it because, because exactly. it's not a, it's not a casual landscape where you can just chill out with your buds mm-hmm. and just kind of like still do good. Like when you play it, you gotta be in it. You gotta be in it. I could be wrong, but no, nah, I feel like overwatch, you have to play your role to perfection. Yeah. To perfection. Like to I, actually like, have a good time. Like I would play Reaper. I'd play as Reaper anytime I played. And I would never win a match, and I would do terrible because I had to play as a flanker, you know. And that's not really my play style. I just picked Reaper because he looked the coolest. I don't like how the characters mm-hmm. look in Overwatch. And for me, how my character looks is a big part of how I pick them. You know, I'm not going to pick somebody that I think looks dumb. Other than I'd say, and not in Overwatch, but Paladins, like I'll, I'll pick a dumb looking character sometimes. But in Overwatch, dude, some of them are just too cartoony to me. Like it's just too bad, and I just can't play as them, or I just don't like. I, I don't really have a good grasp on their abilities yep. either. So I feel like there's a big... I feel like Overwatch has a bigger learning curve than yeah. Paladins does. Paladins is way more user-friendly to me. Maybe we just... That that might be it. Maybe we just haven't given Overwatch enough time. Mm-hmm. So we, we might want to try it again at some point and really like, okay, let's yeah. dedicate like at least 50 hours to it. Yeah, I mean... Dude, there was a time when I was in Japan. I played Overwatch for like a week straight. That's all I played. Yeah. Because I, I heard the hype about it, and I was like, I gotta, I gotta give it a try. And I gave it a try for an, an entire week. Didn't play any other game. Didn't do anything mm-hmm. else but play Overwatch. And I could not get into it. Like I had my abilities down. I yeah. knew what I was doing. I knew my role. I played my role, and I still didn't enjoy it. 
Yeah. Like, I, but but with Paladins, as soon as I picked it up, as soon as I played it here, like I was just naturally good at the game for some reason. Yeah, same. And I don't know. That may just be because that's how Paladins is. I feel like, and some people. Well, there there say, is a competitive curve yeah. to it. There is a competitive scene for it. So yeah, you have to get to a certain I level before you can play yeah. it. I don't. I don't know. It. it it does seem like the same mechanics are there from Overwatch. I I really don't know. I really don't know because because yeah, I agree I with know. you. Like <laughs> I, I don't know I, how they're so similar yet so different. Yeah, yeah. I played because I've I've played Overwatch every single time. It's it's gone like for a free week on mm-hmm. PC. I've downloaded it and played it there and tried it. Um, I got it on my PS4 for a while and I had a couple people try to get me into it and I just couldn't do it. But Paladins, I can just sit down and just play for hours. Yeah. And, and I don't know. I actually I disagree with you on the on the characters though. I I like the character designs more in Overwatch than Paladins. I do too. I would say that. Paladins doesn't have really good character design, but yeah, I like the character design in Overwatch more. Uh, the the ones in Paladins they look they look okay. They, they look, look they look okay, yeah. but I think the design for Overwatch is better. Definitely a better design. You know, I mean, and, they look like they look yeah. like it's it's hard. It's hard not to say they don't look good because they have those like Pixar style mm-hmm. movies and stuff. And yeah, they they look they did really really good on making those yeah, characters. They put a lot of time unique. in the game. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, but for some reason, like playing it, Paladins has my heart. Yeah, dude, I'm, I'm the exact same way. And some people would say like, oh, you only play Paladins because it's easier. And you know, there's that like you you just You've probably like very far from Gambit. It's we're, like, we're getting there. Yeah, I was like, but um. Like, when I first started playing Paladins, like, yeah, it was kind of easy at first, but the longer I played it, like, it, people got better, I could tell. People mm-hmm. knew how to use the abilities, people knew what they were doing, because I had been, I was such a high level, and I was been putting so much time in the game that the game was giving me good opponents, but I was still wrecking. Like, I was still, like, leading almost every game, and I was like, maybe I'm just good at this game. <laughs> like, I don't know, maybe it's not that easy, but, uh, yeah, we have been straying really far from yeah, Gambit. Yeah, so, so we went... So let's let's go back in reverse. Um, Paladins, we should do a Paladins cast. Yeah, we'll do a. We got a lot of plans for the future. We have a lot of casts. A lot, a lot of lot of pods coming. A lot of pods. Um, Paladins. We were talking before Paladins. We were talking about battle royales. Before battle royales, we were talking about battle passes. Yeah. And then battle passes to Destiny. Yeah. So we we got on back to Gambit. Yeah, we got on that rant because we were talking. I I mentioned how. Yeah, and also I mentioned how the. uh, we're getting away from the old school multiplayer. Mm-hmm, yeah. And we went to battle royales. Yeah. And then so went let's, down that rabbit let's hole. rewind it all the way back to Gambit. Uh, let's go back to Gambit. So yeah, we've, we've explained what Gambit is. One thing that I love about Gambit though, is it doesn't just end there. You can also farm specific. So you can farm specific armors to help you get into a certain role that you can play. There's like five different roles you can actually play as a player while playing Gambit. You don't have to. You can just play normal Gambit and be casual and that's it. Or you can go grind out specific armor sets to help you fulfill a certain role. There's Reaper. Uh, I can't scavenger. remember. Yeah, Reaper, Scavenger, Collector or something. Sentry. Uh, Sentry and Invader, which is the thing that I love doing. Yeah. Invader, I... and I'm more of a scavenger, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. So I, I have... I grinded out a whole entire Invader set. And the Invader set... I can't speak to what the other classes do. But the Invader set helps me out whenever I go to the... I like playing where I go into the other side and kill off the other Guardians. So it gives our team more time and delays them. 
Um, so I grinded out an entire invader set, which looks super dope, by the way. I look like a like a yeah, hunter badass. cowboy. Yeah, it's badass. Yeah, it a looks Lone Ranger, Lone Ranger with a golden gun. Yeah. But what it does is it helps me whenever I go into the other team's arena. Uh, it gives me boosts and it gives me um like it gives me I think it I think it helps me do more damage. Uh, if I go up to their bank, I can suck away their points. Uh, just all sorts of uh, little tiny buffs. Uh, and I think that's so cool that if you want to go deeper in the game mode, you have that you have that ability to really help out your team and and really fulfill a role. It, it creates certain roles in the game uh, that just allows you to do more. I think that's super cool. Oh yeah, dude. I I totally agree. I haven't put in enough time to really, you know, set my role. But uh, like I like the I like being an invader. Sometimes I'm not that good at it so far but like i like doing it but i like to collect the moats i like to be a scavenger and i like to you know it's really satisfying when you get like you fill up your moats so you get like 15 and you go deposit them and then it's like you you know you have a, a very large defender and you're like hell yeah i'm helping I'm, I'm a good team player i'm a good boy i'm helping win. bank those moats and get a prime evil it's prime evil for dinner <laughs> it's like you got it <laughs> banking the moats but no, dude, I, I love the game mode, and I love how much depth is actually with that game mode. Like, yeah, it's it goes like you said, like with the classes and like the roles. Mm-hmm. It goes far beyond just uh, you know, you know, a six v six. You know, hey, here's this is or a four v four or whatever it is. Yeah. And I love that that's just an option that you have. Yeah, yeah. You I can love that, that you can just be casual with it. You can play and have a good time with your mm-hmm. friends, or you can have a role. But if you want to get real deep with it, you can go deep. Yeah, you can get deep, deep, deep. You can go deep. <laughs> but yeah, dude, I I actually just love it. I think it's a great game mode. I think it's a it it fits Destiny perfectly. Mm-hmm. You know, because it's a it's more of a horde based multiplayer game where they have like tons and tons of enemies, and that's usually the key. And it's it kind of just goes to what it it goes in the direction that most people go to Destiny for. Yeah, you know, like being with your friends, killing off a bunch of random NPCs. You know. Yeah, and you're like, oh, cool. And so this is this is actually fun. But you can also play actual players too, while yeah. you're also fighting the NPCs. So it's I love the feeling that you get whenever you get that alert. Like like whenever someone invades your arena, like alarms start blurring yeah, it's off. Red yeah. on the screen. You're yeah, like, and it's oh, shit. it's like oh shit. Like like it, it adds another level of stress to it. Yeah, and, and you it's don't so know much, where they're coming from. Yeah, too. it's so much fun when. I always make it my job that whenever that happens, I go find them. Mm-hmm. I go find them. And it's so much fun getting the drop on them yeah. while they're invading your arena. I make it my job to run and hide. <laughs> and I'm like, ah, shit, he's here. And I like go and hide. I'm like, I'm going far away. And I always end up running into him. And I'm like, ah, ah hey. I get, I get Aren't super. seeing you on this side of the portal? <laughs> how you doing? Uh, I'm dead. <laughs> okay. Hey, how you doing? Good talking Came to you. Came over for a cup of sugar? Good talking. Good talk. Oh, I'm my. very territorial with uh, my invading role. We're like, yeah. like I get upset if one of our other teammates goes invade. Yeah. <laughs> but do. then when You're an like, invader, why are you invading? He's trying to help. <laughs> <laughs> when an invader comes over, I'm like, no, 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 <laughs> no you are not an invader. <laughs> oh man, but yeah, dude, I'm, I'm really glad you put me onto that game mode, and I'm really glad that I gave Destiny Two another chance. I just wish my computer would actually run it again, because I don't know why. But my computer's been shitting the bed lately. Actually, I'm checking the update right now. Let's see how that's that's going. Fisher, you can take it away with something while I take this update. 
So then, besides Gambit, besides Gambit, you also have access to well, not access. They're they're paid DLC. Uh, it's it's the new expansions. I think it's Forsaken and Shadow Keep. I believe uh, those are the two latest DLCs that have come out since Destiny has or since Bungie has left Activision. And from what I've heard from everyone is they are very awesome campaigns, uh, a lot of fun levels to play, awesome bosses to fight, a, a lot of cool loot to, to get. And it looks like that's going to be continuing with the next DLC coming up. You're, you're still going to be getting a lot of good quality stuff out of Bungie. And I really look forward to seeing what, what they have in store. All those DLCs you do have to pay for. I think they're like 25 bucks each. But from what I've heard, they're very worth it. So if you wanted to delve more into Destiny, um, you can. But like I said, everything else we've said before that is totally free. Gambit, Crucible, those three uh, campaigns, uh, all of those strikes, all of that is free. And there's still a lot of stuff that's going to remain free going forward. So Destiny 2, awesome value. Oh, most definitely. So what do we have next on the schedule, Fisher? We have big news. Our main topic, Kyle. <clears throat> yeah. Would y'all believe us if we told you Destiny 2 was the main topic? <laughs> we talked about it for 40 minutes. <laughs> Honestly, that was basically just a showcase. Yeah. That was, that was basically our, a showcase. showcase real quick. So now we're actually getting into the main topic. Getting and our main taters. topic is Microsoft buys Bethesda for seven point five billion dollars that's b that's that's billion that's with a, a b. b that's Not a million b. billion that's a zero zero zeros how many zeros is it that's a lot of zeros uh fuck time it's a, yeah it's a good bit of zeros it's a lot of zeros um this is pretty insane absolutely crazy this like, is a dead ass yeah, super crazy this is a major major this changes more than just the gaming world honestly yeah. this is a humongous humongous purchase huge power move by microsoft honestly because they in, weren't already doing pretty well yeah because they weren't already trying to monopolize the entire industry of technology so to break that down for everybody <laughs> and go. kind of like put that in perspective disney paid four billion for star wars and four billion for marvel star wars and star wars all of star wars the rights to Star Wars. And all of Marvel. Yes. <laughs> they paid less than that. They, they paid less than Microsoft did to buy Bethesda. Ginormous deal. Yeah, it, it's freaking huge. It, it's really, really huge. Um, like, it went beyond gaming news. Like, it made the actual news news. Yeah, and the thing is, I, is I, listen, I listened to, like, a little Microsoft podcast that they did with Todd Howard, uh, Phil Spencer, and Major Nelson? Major Nelson. Yeah. And, and they actually weren't really even... This hasn't even been in the works for a long time. It's just kind of over the summer, they were kind of like, hey, could we make this happen? Like... <laughs> It's sure, so crazy. why not? They're like, hey, do you want to just buy Bethesda? Like, Bill yeah, Spencer's just sitting yeah, there like, you want to buy us? You want to buy Bethesda? Sure. Sure. <laughs> Him and Bill Gates are just chilling. They're like, hey, Bill, what's up? 
Hey, Bill, up, can, Bill, can I please have $7.5 billion? <laughs> you have $8 billion I could borrow? <laughs> of course I do, but what Son, do you Son, what for? are you going to spend it on? But there's the... <laughs> Okay, but just you make sure responsibly. He's, just make sure he's house trained. All right, don't you make all these games exclusives now. I won't, I promise. <laughs> <laughs> and Phil Spencer's like, <laughs> making all of these bitches exclusives. <laughs> We're going to own the gaming industry. <laughs> I'm gonna. They'll they'll rue the day that they fucked with me. <laughs> Fuck you, Sony. <laughs> Fuck you, PlayStation. Better put this in your booty. <laughs> You're done. Now who has the better exclusives? Oh, yeah, Speaking of exclusives, though, what um, are they gonna do? So what does this mean for exclusives? So exactly. so far, all the games, because because so now they they own a studio that promised Sony, uh, two exclusives so they now own arcane and they now own uh whatever studio owns ghost or is working on ghost tokyo wire mm-hmm. um and both of those games were promised to be exclusives to sony well phil came out and said or, or microsoft someone came out and said those are still going to be exclusives all but, the uh, promised yeah, exclusives bethesda. Yeah. somebody bethesda came out and said that and they yeah were like yeah hey hey these two games are still going to be exclusives. Yeah. Don't worry. They're still Everything coming out. Everything that of... we promised to be exclusives before this are still exclusives. Everything in the future. Eh, yeah. So Deathloop is still going to be PlayStation 5 exclusive and Ghostwire Tokyo Express but, is still going to be an exclusive. But how long will they be exclusives? How long will they be exclusives? Which is, um, a, which is a very reasonable question to ask whenever you bring up this topic. I see it like I see it being one of those year things where like after a year it's like, okay, now they're coming to Xbox and, yeah. and everything. And then after that, all the sequels going forward are going to be on Xbox. Mm-hmm. Exclusives just to Xbox? Uh, I don't know. We don't know. I don't know. Now, big titles... Like Elder Scrolls, Fallout, Starfield. There's no way. Doom. Uh, may, mm, I don't no, know. I don't were. know about that one. Doom. Well, mm. I wouldn't. I, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't know. know. This this is a lot of uncertainty. Yeah, there's a there's lot, lot of uncertainty, uncertainty that flies around this deal. But like the big three, though the big three: yeah. Skyrim, Fallout, and Starfield. There's no way they're leaving all that cash on the table. They can't. There's I, no I, way they're a, going to like lock those up as Xbox exclusives. I can maybe see Doom. I can see Deathloop 2 and Ghostwire Tokyo 2 being yeah. Any any other exclusive. any dishonored games yeah, that may any come dishon- out. Yeah, like, any of those like smaller. I can see those being exclusives. Doom, I wouldn't really call that one of the smaller games. I really do feel like Doom is like a big heavy hitter. You know, it's one of the OG games and it's like a very very beloved franchise. And the re- and the revised Doom that they've been doing with the, these last two games are perfect. They're great games. I have a ton of fun. I had a ton of fun playing Doom, the first Doom, and I'm currently I was currently playing the second Doom when I had my PlayStation, and they're just it's a, they're a blast. It's so much fun to just go and blow demons to pieces. So I don't think they would make that one an exclusive either because there's a lot of money that comes with Doom as well. Because it's not just, Doom doesn't just target the younger, but also the older gamers. Because they're like, wow, I can play my childhood in 4K now. Like, it looks great. Like, look at this 10, like, 60 FPS, 1080p childhood right here in front of me. At the least, they will all be on PC, just because Xbox pushes all that. Oh, definitely. Yeah, Doom Doom is the one that I'm kind of, like, iffy about. 
Like it could be, it could not be mm-hmm. like a, like a all consoles thing. Hell for my sake. I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, I, I hope it's on, I hope they decide to just put all this stuff on, on all consoles. That would be a really cool bro move on Microsoft, but, um, but, but the, the smaller titles like from arcane and whatever studio ghost Tokyo wire is we'll, uh, I, I can definitely see them their future games just being on Xbox. I hope not. I hope Microsoft is a bro and doesn't do that. And literally any new game. Yeah. But Skyrim, Stardew, or Stardew. Um, Stardew. Star Citizen. Um, yes. What, what's it called again? Starfield. Yeah. Starfield. So, but, but Skyrim, Starfield, and Fallout, I definitely see them still being all on, on all consoles. Without a doubt. Yeah, without a doubt. They would be leaving way too much money on the table for that and and i don't think them i don't think them putting it on just xbox would would make them the amount of money that they'd hope it would yeah no it it definitely wouldn't it definitely wouldn't make people switch over to an xbox faster yeah like i think that would just make more people be upset yeah Yeah. i think they'd stick to their camps more i think it would actually just make people more like well no i'm not getting an xbox screw that i don't i don't don't even like scarlet that much i don't even like old scrolls that much you know but like i don't know man what what i've been thinking about for the last few days i've been kind of thinking on it and what if bethesda has like a really really big game in the works that is not a sequel to any game, but like a new like series. Well, that is Starfield. Yeah, I know something, but like something other other, other than, than Starfield, that they haven't talked about. That's another thing that I could see. Could Microsoft happening? have seen that, heard something through the grapevine, said, "Hey, we're gonna lock this down, and this game's we know like they saw potential, in yeah, a, a project. Let's say like maybe it could just be an idea or a concept, but like they were talking, they probably had somebody talking to Bethesda, might have you know gotten a little." You know, heard a little something about a, mm-hmm. a big project coming out that Bethesda has really high hopes for. You know, they're like, hey, this could be bigger than Elder Scrolls. This could be bigger than Fallout. This could be bigger than all of these things. I could see that. And Microsoft that. was like, and then somebody went and they was like, hey, yo, we got to tell Phil about this. We got to tell, you know, Bill and Phil. We got to let them all know, like, hey, Bethesda's working on something they think is going to be huge. Like, the next the, the next game. And Microsoft's like, huh. How much y'all want for it? You know, like you seven point five billion. You know, we'll just buy all y'all. Let me go talk to Daddy Bill. So I think they're gonna like play it, play it cool, play it slow. You know, keep it under the radar, keep releasing these games on both consoles. But whenever Bethesda is ready to launch this next huge title, mm-hmm. they're gonna lock it down as an exclusive. I can see that. I can definitely see that happening. Because the- um, they they've had a very healthy relationship with one another, the the two companies for a while. Like the first system that Oblivion was on was on Xbox. Yeah, you know. I mean, um, it, I mean that's probably why Skyrim ran better on an Xbox. Yeah, than the PS3. Well, the PS3 had like really complicated architecture, but yes, that too. Yes, I mean, that but too. But that was like, I wish I looked a little three sixty. Yeah. yeah, but they've always had a really good relationship with each other, so it's it's no surprise that this deal comes out. And it wouldn't be a surprise that Bethesda was like, hey, Microsoft, you want to see what we're working on next? You know, something in, in concept, you know? Well, now, I mean, they can just go and now, now Microsoft owns them. So they're like, yeah. all right, show us all your project ideas. Mm-hmm. Now, show us everything. Now we're going to exp- we're gonna help you expand your team. We're going to give you better resources. And we want these projects in the works. We don't want these to be ideas anymore. We yeah. want these to be 
in the works being made. I want a story. I want a script. I want a screen. I want everything. I want concepts. I want, I want voice actors in tomorrow. Yeah, like I want, I want auditions for voice actors. Put the mocap balls on their face <laughs> tonight. Yeah, it's like I'm telling you, man. Like get the equipment ready because Microsoft has that. They have that. Call power. Troy Baker and who's who's the dude? Who's the guy that does the voice for Nathan Drake? He's in like every video game. I can't remember his name, but he, yeah, he's like yeah, he, he's with, he's everywhere. Yeah, he's in every <laughs> game. He's in every but, video game. But the, I guarantee that I, I has to be one something Microsoft had in had I. And, you know, in mind, they're like, hey, Bethesda's always coming up with new, you know, great games, you know, like, you know, like Dishonored was like a different, it was different, you know, and it, it's very, very successful for Bethesda. Yeah. So they're like, hey, but, you know, then you have Elder Scrolls Fallout, you know, Bethesda is like a pioneer when it comes to like generating new concepts or new types of games that not a lot that some people are afraid of making or some people can't make as well. Mm-hmm. So Microsoft's like, but we want more of this, you know, we, we, we're not trying to take over Bethesda and keep all these great games that have already been released away from PlayStation, but we want to have dibs on all your future ideas. Yeah. We one, want to be able to just say, Hey, that game is going to be the next halo. You know, we have, we see the potential in that game. We want it as an exclusive. One thing that I hope comes from this is Microsoft kind of makes Bethesda tighten up because in the past few years, I think from fallout four onward, which it could have even been before that we just really didn't notice uh, but Bethesda has kind of dropped the ball, not not like Bethesda publisher, but like the main Bethesda studio who's yeah. pumping out Skyrim and Starfield mm-hmm. and Fallout. They've been kind of uh, buggy. yeah, th- well, not just buggy, but kind of doing a lot of like really messed up practices. I, I know Fallout 6 was just fucking atrocious at launch. I don't know if it's any better. I think I mean, I hope it's better by now. But it's also they've also been very aggressive with microtransactions. Hmm? No, mean? Fallout seventy six. Oh, you just said six. I didn't hear you say seventy six. Oh no no no! I said Fallout. I meant Fallout seventy six. Yeah okay, there that that's better. Yeah, I was like, yeah. I was like Fallout sorry about six. That. Fallout I six. Like, Are you a time traveler? <laughs> I was like, what the hell? We're on four. <laughs> I was like, oh god, help me. Just letting you know, Rona gets worse. I'm sitting out at SOS right here, right now, for my FBI agent listening. He's an imposter. Please come save me. <laughs> um, but really, yeah, they've been really. they've been kind of um, they've been kind of doing a lot of kind of messy business practices with a lot of like aggressive microtransactions. Yeah, they're really sloppy, um, really lately. sloppy and buggy games. Um, and a lot of people have been going back to like Skyrim and stuff like that. And, and Skyrim will never die. Back then, <laughs> yeah. Back then, we used to be like, oh, the bug's a feature. Okay, we can kind of like look past it because it's a big, huge game. But they've constantly been giving us this and also been kind of like their, their games have been getting a little buggier and buggier and buggier. So I'm hoping that, uh, and also other games have just been kind of outshining them like Witcher, like yeah, e- even, was, even Assassin's Creed. Yeah, dude, like I was, compl- I was very underwhelmed with fallout four. Yeah. It was very buggy. Like probably the, it has to be the buggiest game I've ever played in my life. Yeah. It was bad. And also just really poor writing. So it, it, it wasn't that good of a game. We, I mean, we had an argument about it years yeah, ago. Yeah, we did. Like four years ago, we had this argument, and you were like, "Dude, there's no way The Witcher Three is not a better game than Fallout 4. This is back when I thought when I actually didn't like Witcher Three. Yeah, this is back when I didn't. My my tune believe changed not, dramatically. Because believe it or not, there was a time where yeah. Fisher did not like The Witcher Three. My my tune changed dramatically. And dude, I was. Oh, God, I was giving him hell for it, dude. I was like, dude, Fallout 4 is not that good of a game. The Witcher 3 is so much better. And you were like, dude, it's just too slow and Geralt's just too boring for me. I'm like, 
Fallout 4 is full of boring characters. No, Geralt was the only thing I liked about it. Geralt was actually the only thing I liked at the time. Yeah, you finally warmed up to him. That, yeah. that was the first thing you actually started to like about yeah, it. I like, I like we did it. have an argument at one point where you thought he was dry and he's just a terrible character. Yeah. Then you went and played but then him then a little grew, bit. Yeah, but then it grew You grew to me. love him. But anyways, let's not run down that rabbit hole. Yeah. Let's not run down that rabbit hole. Um, but like, but yeah, like, like I still think Fallout 4 is fun, yeah, but fun. deep. For an art like for an RPG, it is not deep. It to me, is it's not, not. It's not a good game to me. It's a yeah. fun game. It's not necessarily yeah. a good game. Yeah. The more I, I sit on it and think about it, I'm just like, you know, that game wasn't as good as I remember it being. Mm, no. You know, I'm, I'm not excited to go back to it. I'm excited to go back to Witcher all the time. Yeah. But to Fallout Four, yeah, like I couldn't, no. like I I would try so hard. I would sit there and I'd play Fallout for hours, and I would be so bored while I was playing. Mm-hmm. I could be in like the most intense combat. Of my life, and I would be like, "Oh God, I got to take cover. I have eighty-seven people shooting at me, and all I have is a dog." <laughs> the design, dog help me. the design for the game is just kind of very simple and just very shallow, and it's not, it's not very deep or what people really want from a Fallout game, yeah. especially if you compare it to the last Fallout game that came out, which was Fallout New Vegas. Oof. That's which is a, that's a good game. Yeah, that's a good game. That's a good that's a good game. You want to play a Fallout game? Go play Fallout New Vegas. Yeah. So I'm hoping I'm hoping Microsoft kind of like looks at them and be like, "Hey, look, you you need to tighten up. You need to deliver now. You need to start delivering." Okay. Yeah, like, like, like do go whatever you got to do. Go back and look at Fallout. You 4. want some more money? <laughs> we'll talk to Bill. Yeah. Okay. If He's you got need it. some more funding, He's got all the money. Okay. Yeah. If you need some more funding, we'll talk to Bill. Okay, but tighten the fuck up. Yeah, for sure. Tighten the fuck up and start making some some better games. Mm-hmm. But also, with this whole deal, Microsoft now owns Obsidian and Bethesda. And Obsidian was the studio responsible for Fallout New Vegas. Yeah. So a Fallout New Vegas 2 is a possibility. It's not a possibility. Or just a remake. It's going to happen. Yeah, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. There's, there's no way it doesn't happen. There's been a demand for a new a new New Vegas for years. Since it came out, like everybody was like, when Fallout 4 came out, everybody was like, okay, so that means you'll Fallout New Vegas to come. And then Fallout 76 came out, and they were like... We don't want this. We want New Vegas. Yeah. You know, it's like at least remaster it. I don't want a two. Like, come on. I don't want a New Vegas two. I don't want a remaster. I want a remake, like a from the grounds up yeah. remake of it. Because they were only given like I think eight months to make, or like thirteen months or something. Mm-hmm. I that think it was, was like less together. than less than a year to actually make the whole game, and it still came out better than anything Bethesda has put out since. Yeah, and that says a lot about the talent that Bethesda has. In their it was studio. Obsidian. It was Obsidian. Yeah, I mean, Obsidian. Yeah, that says a lot about their talent, you know, that they have. And now that Microsoft has it, they're like, look, we're going to give you the time and the funding. Make more games like New Vegas. So Take I would, your time. Yeah, in. I would like Microsoft to approach Obsidian and be like, hey, look, here you go. We're going to make you a huge studio. Make a new, make make Fallout New Vegas, a brand new remake of it. Take as much time as you want, build it from the ground up, make it look pretty, make the system super deep, do whatever you want to have at it. Yeah, you have a you have a blank check. Just yeah. go to town. And also, the, like, oh, the tenth yeah, anniversary, brother. the tenth anniversary of it is coming up. Fallout New Vegas. Yeah. So perfect I would, timing. I would be surprised if we didn't hear something like, like not nothing like a trailer or anything. Just like, hey, we're working on it. Yeah. Get excited. Like kind of like the God of War announcement but yeah. don't give us like a super, super soon date on it like they yeah. did with that one. Yeah, more but, like, hey, we're working on it. You'll probably see it in like four years, but we're working on it. Yeah, but it, it'll come. I'll be happy with that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, That's I, one yeah, of those I'll games that. that I'm like, yeah, I want to know that it's being worked on. Yeah, it's like, I mean, it deserves what Demon Souls yeah, is getting. Yeah, it, it deserves the Demon's Souls that, treatment. That whole remake. 
is you know we we both know how excited we both are for demon souls like the game Mm -hmm. looks gorgeous and i think you know not every old game deserves a complete remake like demon souls is of that tier that deserves a remake Mm -hmm. i think new vegas deserves a remake too It, it it's in that tier of game so I, I feel like it definitely will happen, and now that Obsidian has the funding for it, obviously since they're owned by Microsoft now, they have the funding. They have they're gonna have the tools, they have the capabilities, and Microsoft will give them the time that they need. Yeah. Because now that Microsoft owns all these studios, they're like, look, we're not in any hurry to release this game. Like, I'm, that's another thing that with them buying Bethesda does for them. Now they have all the games that they were gonna release before, and they're like. We're gonna give Bethesda money now, like so. If y'all need to, if y'all need money to speed up your process. Here you go. Yeah, which also instead of, and also instead of Zenimax Studios or Zenimax whatever, which is the the main publisher. So Zenimax owns Bethesda, which owns Bethesda Studios, and Zenimax also owns the other like Arcane and, and all mm-hmm. the other studios. So now with Zenimax having a boss, because I think Zenimai, Zenimax Zenimai. Zenimize. That's plural. <laughs> Zenimax. I think that's Zenimax. What they, that's what they call their employees. Zenimax. And these are the Zenimize. You are now a Zenimai. <laughs> like, wait, what? <laughs> Welcome to the Zenimize. Oh, God, this was not. Please go in down the, the job... hall to your indoctrination. This was not in the job description. Y'all need to put this on LinkedIn. Okay, y'all need to have a better description. I didn't know I was I joining did not a see cult. This on Indeed. I did, I did not know I was joining a cult. <laughs> Welcome, fellow Zenimai. Oh, good God. <laughs> I feel like a Templar. Here are this is your, ridiculous. Here are your robes. Like, what the hell is this? Like, what the hell is even that? It's your robes. Or your work attire. I Zen- quit. Zenimus <laughs> Mass will uh, be at six. Can I uh, Can I put in my two weeks notice, <laughs> please? No. You're here for life. Go down the hall and take a right for your branding. By what now? <laughs> By what? By what now? Yes. We're also going to cut off your scrotum. I do not want this okay, job we're anymore. Getting <laughs> we're getting too far down the hole. Um, I think I think Zenimax Studios is where we were kind of seeing a lot of the iffy business practices. So maybe now with Microsoft being in charge of Zenimax, tighten it up. Yeah, like I said, Microsoft's going to be like, "Hey, tighten the fuck up." Yep, tighten the fuck up. But yeah, dude, this 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 deal was just baffling yeah. in my eyes, you know, and. You know, it, this this funny because this deal hit like the day before the pre-orders opened up for the Xbox. It was a Series good X. move. It was a good move on. They're like, that's as soon as they, were, they that's when they announced it. They're like, oh, okay, PlayStation PS Five, you're available for pre-order. That's cool. The only thing that would have <laughs> that would have made it more aggressive was if they would have came out with this information the day of the PlayStation uh, pre-orders. No, no, the, the day of the PlayStation like, oh. studio thing. Oh, the, yeah, the, the, little, the showcase. The little showcase that we talked about last episode. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that would have been bold. That would have been bold. That would have been power That would have been ballsy. That's, that's, that's a power move. They're like, that's a cute showcase. Yeah. <laughs> we just bought Bethesda. And they're just like, huh? <laughs> so then, what does this mean for the future? Um, so we, we've talked about like what the future for exclusives mean, but what does this... I want to talk about what this means for the future of the company. And I really think, I think that this is another move where Xbox is getting ready for a console future. 
Definitely. So they have they have Bethesda in their Game Pass now, their Xbox Game Pass now, which is a huge yeah. move for the Game Pass. Yeah. So the Game Pass has gotten even larger. It's making me want to get an Xbox. Yeah. Honestly, really. It's um, working. It's working, Microsoft. Yeah, it's it's working for me too, and I don't even want a console. Exactly. I can play the Game Pass on my PC. I would re- right now, I'm considering just. You know, saving up for a PC, but when this hit news hit, I was like, damn, I might actually get an Xbox. <laughs> Just get oh, a PC damn. and play it on your PC. That too, but still. Um, but I, I really do think this is another move for them moving towards a console future because also this week we got the news of Luna which is an Amazon-based gaming streaming service just like Google Stadia. Mm-hmm. So it's basically the same as Google Stadia. You have the whole, it's a, it's a Netflix style streaming service for video games. It's just owned by Amazon. Yeah. So other companies are now starting to try this out. Um, so I think this is a move where X, and I think, I really believe, I really believe that Xbox, somewhere in Microsoft, people are punching the numbers and getting ready for some kind of Xbox Game Pass streaming service. Mm-hmm. So I think this is the next move. Kind of like an Amazon Fire Stick. Yeah, like an Amazon Fire Stick. So I think this is the move where at the end of this console generation, uh, it may not be just this option, but I see the option of the next generation being you can buy a, a, a traditional console box or you can buy this box that just comes with an Xbox 2, an Xbox <laughs> Series X2, Series Y. X. Yeah, double X. Six, an yeah, Xbox you can, Series double X. Yeah, it'll just be a box that has an Xbox Series X2 hopefully they controller. Don't, hopefully they don't release a, a third one. So then it, and then a fire. Gonna be like, okay, this kind of looks like a porn machine now. <laughs> Triple X. Ooh. You'll, buy a, you'll just buy a box that has an Xbox Series X2 controller in it, along with like a little fire stick looking thing with an Xbox logo on it, and you just plug it into your TV, and it'll be a streaming service. It'll just be a streaming service. I think that's. I think that Xbox and Microsoft are getting prepared for that world where we're just streaming our games to our TVs, and we're not even really owning them. We're just paying a service charge each month to have access to a whole entire library of video games, mm-hmm. and we just stream them uh, Netflix style. It's definitely happening. I mean, and why else would Xbox be pushing this Game Pass so hard? They're like, hey, get this Game Pass. Trust me. Get the Game Pass, and then PlayStation hops on the same train. They're like, "Hey, get this, get this for PlayStation Plus, PlayStation then, Now." Yeah, get and PlayStation Now, get the PlayStation Plus. Like, dude, you like y'all, y'all want to get used to this? Like, get used yeah, to Sony's it. Yeah, Sony's already got that service. Yeah. It needs a lot of tweaks and it needs a lot of work, but yeah. Sony already has yeah, a streaming they had, service. They've had that service. They just haven't been pushing it a lot. Yeah, I've used it, but they, it's like it's so unheard of. It's like yeah. some people are like, "What's that?" I'm like. PlayStation now you just download the game yeah so both of these console both of these console companies Sony and Microsoft they're getting prepared for this future Mm. which I think is going to happen and it's it's a cool future it's like it's going to be cool to see us have the infrastructure and be like oh hey cool I can just stream any video game I want to my TV with no latency and stuff but it's also really scary because then you don't actually own your games like you don't own anything from Netflix. You don't own any of those movies. Yeah, you own an account. Yeah, and you just access. yeah you have an account. You have access to it. So yeah, these with are this, our movies, you can watch them. Huh? With this future, it's really cool, but also really scary because we're not going to own any of those games. Yeah, it's basically like going back to like high school when you would just borrow your friend's game. Like, hey, can I try this game out, yeah, man? Here, yeah, play it for a week. You back yeah. to me when you're done. They're you're not owning these games. You're just borrowing them for a time. You yeah. know, and then whenever I mean, the grid goes down, 
if the grid ever goes down, you won't be able to have access to those games. Yeah. And God forbid you get locked out of your account. Yeah. Which is usually my luck. <laughs> I'll never have a safe. Yeah. I'll never be able to keep a safe file if that happens. I'll be like, ah, oh, shit. Yeah. It's really <laughs> scary because I've, I've always liked having physical games because mm-hmm. I've always liked to have something to put on my shelf and yeah. stuff. But you're a big like, steelbook fan. Yeah. I love steelbooks. I love like artistic steelbooks that I can put on my shelf and like pull out and be like, oh, this looks really Assassin's cool. Assassin's Creed 3 had a badass steelbook. Yeah. yeah, it did. Do you have that one? I still do. Yeah, I thought so. I still do. Don't okay. you have a Persona 5 one? I do. Yeah, I have a Persona 5 one because I really liked it still bookcase. But in the past few years, I've been moving towards digital, which is really, really convenient. Mm-hmm. And I, uh, if anything, I want to hold on to that. I want to hold on to downloading digitally so I still have some kind of physical ownership of a game. Yeah. But then whenever this comes out, I don't know if I'll make a hop to renting games. Mm-hmm. But we'll we'll see. I mean, maybe it's so convenient well, that I won't be able to ignore it. I mean, I actually used to rent games anyway. Like, I'm not, and I'm not talking about like from a movie store. I'm talking about from like when I worked at GameStop. Mm-hmm. You could do that. You could literally you could check out a game that as long as we had at least ten copies of that game in, you could check out that game and take it home. Well, no, it was at least three copies. You needed at least three copies of the game to be in stock, and you could take it home for however long you wanted to and play it. It was great, yeah. dude. Dude, I played so many games at that point in time that I would never have bought, but I was like, just try it. Like, it was the perfect, it was, it really helped me broaden my horizon and broaden my spectrum of the games I played. I played games that I never, ever would have played if I had to buy it. Mm-hmm. Like, I was like, I'm not going to buy that game. I'm not going to play it. Or like, but whenever I could rent it, I'd be like, eh, let me go try this game out. And it opened me up to so many different games. It was so much, it was, it was so convenient. So I feel like that's what the, this Game Pass is going to do. It's going to allow you to play games that you never would have bought before. Yeah. You're like, I've always wanted to try this game, but I was iffy about it, so I didn't want to buy it. So I feel like this is that. I feel like that's the biggest pro to going to this Netflix style of gaming. It'll allow you to really, really broaden your your spectrum of games that you can play. Because you're like, you know what? Let me hop on this game. It, what? Let me see what the hype's about. Let me play it. You know, you don't have to drop 60, you know, 50, 40, $30 on it. You just play it. Yeah. So, I mean, it's very, it's beneficial in its own ways, but it's also, like you said, very scary at the same time to not necessarily own these games. But I definitely end, see it being one of those services where like I play the games that I wouldn't have bought or like I was iffy about like, uh, I, cause there's a lot of games that I wanted to try, but I was like, nah, I don't really want to buy it. Cause I'm not sure if I'd like it. Oh yes. Yeah, I can definitely see me having a subscription just to play those games, mm-hmm. but then still having like a physical version or like a digital yeah. version actually buying the game. Yeah. Actual buying certain games that I want to actually keep and have as my own. Yeah. I, I would definitely do that regardless of like how, whatever games they have on the battle pass. I mean, the, yeah. the game pass because i still that i still do that with netflix like there's there's a yeah. bunch of movies that are on netflix that i actually have physical versions of or downloads of just because i want to have that game and i don't want to be playing hopscotch or like trying to guess where where this movie is on a certain uh streaming thing yeah that's another thing though that's another thing that we have that we're gonna have to look out for because all these streaming services are constantly fighting over, over like rights to movies yeah and shows. like hey like, like, hey, you can watch season one and two of this show on Netflix, but you got to go to Hulu to watch season three and four. Yeah. So is that going to be how it is with video games? We're like, hey, like, the, the first game and the second game are on on 
Luna, but then the third and fourth game, uh, the third and fourth installments are on like Xbox Game Pass or something. Are we just going to be playing a new version of exclusives? Mm -hmm. Exclusive hot potato. Yeah, I mean, uh, like an example for that is like Bleach, for example, the anime. You can go on Netflix and watch the first four seasons. They have that, but that's all Netflix has. Hulu has all of Bleach. Yeah. You know, and they, they do that. They, it's really bad with anime, really. That, that yeah, it is. I remember watching... Regular shows, not so much. I remember but. watching JoJo's. Uh, I, I started getting into JoJo's in the past year. Mm-hmm. And I could only watch like the first three parts of it on Hulu. And then the other parts were on Netflix. Yeah. It's, and that's, it's really weird. That's, it's, it's annoying. Because you know, like like all these streaming services were so supposed you to be dish out yeah, more money you have to dish every out so much. just there to was, watch one whole series. Yeah, they were supposed to be this um this this way to get rid of cable and like have everything like all the stuff that you wanted right there. But now they're playing exclusive wars, just like consoles are doing. They're kind of playing exclusive wars with their content. And now I'm kind of worried. Like, well, am I going to have to dish out like? Fifty dollars a month or like sixty dollars a month just, just to, to have to play access the games that I want to play. Yeah, to have access to every single library of games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a very valid point. It's like like we could talk all day about the pros and cons of this. We really could. I mean, th- this is a rabbit hole that we could talk about for hours. This is a good podcast episode too for like like a specific topic for podcast episode. Yeah, we could definitely do that. I mean, yeah. because we have so much. We have, we have, we both obviously have kind of different opinions on this matter. Like I, me personally, I think it would be really cool, but like I would, there would be games that are like, I would like, like a game series that I like hold near and dear to me that I would want to buy or like a multiplayer game that I'm really into like destiny, for example, I'd buy that. Like if it was a multiplayer game that I knew I was going to put a lot of time into, I wouldn't want to stream it. I'd want to buy it because yeah. so I know I have it, you know? So that way, like that, if the game pass ever got shut down. Or, like, PlayStation now ever just goes obsolete. Like, it happened, like, because PlayStation does that all the time. Like, PlayStation TV. Like, they had that for a while, and then it, it canceled. They got bought out by YouTube yeah. TV. What scares me is is not being able to load into, like, a single-player game that you love playing because, well, the streaming service is down for the day. Yeah, you're you like, know? oh, I want to Or, like, play a massive, this. like, I don't want to invest too much into a streaming technology service that's over internet. Yeah. When internet can so easily be disconnected. Yeah, exactly. And like we, I, I get it. The world's like getting more technologically advanced, yeah. and so it's like, cool. It's, it's really cool. It's great. I mean, like we're we're hopping into the future, you know, faster than we ever thought we would. But at the same time, like you said, it's not always the most reliable. Like no. some, and then like I mean, what happens if you if if you had a bad month and you can't pay like you you can't pay that subscription fee, like and you your your shit gets shut down. Until you can pay it. You can't play video games till then. Whereas as long as you have a console, yeah. a physical disc, electricity, and a TV. Yeah. Or even a digital download. Yeah, or even a digital yeah, download play, that's downloaded to your account. Yeah, you know? if you, like, hey, there's a single player. I mean, that's what I did for the longest time. When my play, when my uh, internet goes down, and like or like we miss a payment, or our internet gets shut down before we get paid or something, I just hop, that's when I play my single player games. That was on my yeah. PlayStation. I just hop on, I'm like, alright, cool, I'll just play the Uncharted series. You know, I'll play God of War again. You know, I'll, I'll hop on Horizon. You know, I, I can just do that. Or I'll, yeah. I'll just play Madden. Or I remember for about the first week of me moving into my college dorm, mm-hmm. um, I I didn't have any internet. My internet wasn't working and I had to jump through a few hoops to get it working. But for that entire week, I would have been 
without video games if I hadn't had my PlayStation and some physical discs. Yeah. Or if you downloaded onto my PC. Yeah, and so it's it's definitely a perk to buy these games and have ownership of them and not put your whole trust into the streaming service. Yeah. You know, so like, I mean, I definitely would subscribe to the streaming service. It's really Most cool. Definitely. It's very convenient. Very cool. Very but innovative. you are also giving up a lot that I don't think a lot of people are thinking about. Yeah, they're just thinking about, oh, I'll be able to play all these games. And yeah. But you're like, you don't really own these you're games. You're getting a lot of convenience in the moment, like, but you're if, also losing a lot of stuff long term. Yeah, it's like, what if your internet goes down? What if your internet's not really that great? What if it's storming outside and you can't play the game? Exactly. You know, it's like, where, what are you going to do then? If you can't access the streaming service, how are you going to play the game? Yeah. So, like, I mean, it would behoove you to, like, actually buy, like, if you really love a game and you know you're going to put time into it, whether it be multiplayer or single player, just buy it anyway. Just go ahead and buy it. Even yeah. Like, oh, they'll be like, but bro, it's going to be available on the Game Pass. So, who knows if the Game Pass is always going to be available? It, it may it may bust, you know? Who knows? You never know with these kind of things. Like, oh, there's no way it's going to bust. All these games on there, you never know. Shit happens all the time. So, it, it's still smart to buy your favorite games that you want. Buy yeah. these big games that you know. Like, for instance, like, I think we all know the games that are like, like, I think people can watch a certain trailer and be like, I absolutely yeah. want that game. And then there are games that are like, eh, I want to try it out, but I don't want to buy yeah, it. So those would be the games that I would get this service for and play yeah. for. It was but like then the, I would still have the games that I would just download or just personally own. Yeah. I mean, that, that would be like when the new God of War came out for me. Like I loved like, or like when that, when the first, when the most recent God of War came out, when that, when they released it and they like teased it. Everybody knew that game was going to be great, honestly. Like, everybody was like, had a lot of hope for that game. I did. And I thought it was going to be great. So I was like, I'm definitely buying this game. You know, and like, we look at games like Deathloop. You know, you're going to buy that game. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, that game's like, oh, that's a no brainer. Day one. Like, Day one dude, download. Yeah, like, no shit, I'm buying that game. Spider Man. Yeah, I'm going to buy that game. You know, you know. You know, you've seen the gameplay, you've seen what it does. You've already played the predecessor, Deathloop. You, you, you're just, we're way too curious about that game to not buy it at this point. So there's tons of games out there that I would just say, yeah, dude, go ahead, just buy it. But, like, don't wait for it to come on the streaming service. Like, because who knows how long it's going to take. Uh, if you want to get, like, some nostalgia, if you're like us, if you like to revisit games and go back and, like, relive certain memories that, or certain feelings that these games gave you, then get, you know, have the Game Pass on standby. You know, have it just sitting there like, you know mm-hmm. what? I really want to play, you know, the, I, I want to play Ratchet and Clank. You know, so just yeah. hop on PlayStation now. Like, oh, they have it. Cool. Let's get it. Yeah, that I can see where the streaming service can be pretty good for that, too. If you want to, like, delve back into some games yeah. that, like... That's why I would get it personally. Yeah, you don't own it anymore. Like, it'd be cool to go back to some PlayStation 2 games or some PlayStation 3 like, games Xbox and play them. Xbox 360 games, yeah. Xbox games. You're like, you know what? You know, if you don't... And, or, like, with Halo, you know? Like, I really want to play, you know, uh, Halo 2, but I don't want to buy the whole Master Chief collection. Oh, look, it's on the Game Pass. Mm-hmm. Let me play it. Like, oh, I I want the Master Chief Collection. It's on the Game Pass. Like, so there's definitely some use to all this. There's definitely some really cool convenience to it. It's just there's still questions about it. Too. There's, there's a lot of questions. A lot about it. A lot of questions. A lot of, pros, a lot of pros. A lot of cons. Yeah, and I really think we need to be hesitant. Yeah, I wouldn't dive into it at first. Yeah, I want, I want to see how it runs for the first few months that it's out. Yeah, let them work the tweaks. You know, tweak it a little bit. Work the bugs out of it because you know at launch nowadays everything's gonna have bugs and again this is like seven to eight years down the road or just depending on how long this console 
session this console generation yeah. lasts typically for y'all so who we don't have know, some we yeah. have some years before this yeah. actually is a thing typically for y'all who don't know console generations usually last about eight years around eight years yeah close yeah. to eight years so dude it doesn't really feel like the ps4 has been out for eight years it doesn't but i think it's just because we're old god we are old like dude that's a long time <laughs> like ps4 has been around for eight years jesus christ uh, it came out in 2013 yeah, 2013. Yeah. So seven years. Still, that's seven, a lot. Seven years. This this holiday is seven years old. That's a lot. That's a long yeah, time. Yeah, it is. It is. So, yeah, I mean, but they only did, the, they, I feel like this generation is going to be a lot shorter just because of how Definitely. fast, just how fast technology is progressing. Yeah, and also with, with the, with PC components and everything being so much faster than the new generation of consoles right yeah. out the gate. Yeah, like, it, it's ridiculous. That PCs at this point right now are like a whole generation ahead of yeah. consoles. Like people are like, "Bro, finally, you know, the consoles are getting the uh, the power of PCs." Nope, like, dude, they're getting the power of like a low end PC. Yeah, it's, low it's, end like, PC. it's like a PC like for a guy on a budget. And not to jump back to <laughs> like, it'll our be like episode, a PC that I'm gonna not, like, that not to jump to back build. to our episode two podcast, but rumors are floating around of Nvidia introducing another graphics card it's the 2060 or not 2060 the 3060 graphics card which is only supposed to be like 300 bucks and it does the same power of a of a 2080 super or something Mm -hmm. which was about the same uh power as as what the new consoles are coming out yeah something like that yeah, like like we don't want to go back and just beat yeah you know, beat dev, that like, dev if you're, if you're back really, to life. If you really want to go, hear our thoughts on PC and what you should do. Go, go to episode two. Go to episode two. We'd really appreciate it. You know, the like, audio is kind of rough yeah. because we were having some audio issues. We but could use the views though. You know? We could use the views. Yeah, we could we use, use the views. Like it, even if you don't watch it, just like it's it. It's got some good content in it. Go <laughs> go listen. But um, but yeah, I mean, we're just. I don't think people who game really understand how far behind consoles actually are. Mm-hmm. I didn't understand how far behind they were until you showed it to me. Until you showed me your PC. I showed you the way. Yeah, shut up. <laughs> this is the way. <laughs> but I didn't really, I couldn't comprehend how far behind consoles were until I see your PC at work. Until I see how smooth Destiny runs on your PC. And then I have my laptop. And I was able to run Destiny 2 better than it than than I did when I had my Xbox One. And I was like, so you're telling me my laptop is <laughs> running a game more powerful like better yeah. than an entire system built specifically for video games. And this thing is built it's a multi purpose machine that is also a gaming laptop. And it runs it better than an Xbox One. Like what what? Like just, what? 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 <laughs> like it? It, it just question goes, mark. What? It just goes to show that like consoles are more are are just starting to be for casual gamers at this point. Mm-hmm. Like at at this point in time, you also see the culture of gaming really switching to like if you don't have a PC, bro, what are you doing? Yeah, PCs. PC gamers used to be like dweebs, dude. Yeah, like they used to be like the like you didn't like nobody sat with them at lunch type gamers, man. Mm-hmm. They like. And like you like, but if you had a the console, old, the old nerd stereotype. Like, but they were like the heavy nerds. There, they were like the ones that nobody messed with. Yeah, but, who just and, played? Who just used their fucking beefy ass computer to play World of Warcraft? Yeah, it was like World of Warcraft. The old stereotype. Stuff. Yeah, the old stereotype. You know, like the South Park stereotype. You know, that, yeah, like that's what PC gamers used to be. 
and now they're like people who are like TikTok famous. Yeah, they're like all fucking, buying like they're all fucking five thousand dollar PCs. Fucking Gen Z kids. They're like all hot people. They're like, hey, <laughs> yeah. what's going on? I'm gaming. I'm gonna be playing some Apex and Call of Duty. They're just like, how do you even know what these are? How did you build this computer? What? You're a nerd. Like, yeah, it's so weird and. It's just becoming now like I mean I'm glad that stereotype gamer, I'm like, glad that stereotype is is gone. dissolving yeah it's gone it's because gone. It's yeah done. you and I really suffered a lot from that growing up oh, yeah, but dude, I'm, I'm really glad yeah, like, yeah but, we both I did. mean now it's like like I tell people yeah I do a video game podcast they're like oh that's cool yeah, yeah that's cool that's cool yeah they're like dope I'll, I'll give it a listen and I'm like sweet but you know used to if I would have went like hell two three years ago if I would have told somebody yeah I do a video game podcast but what a dweeb. Yeah, what a, what really. A, what a fucking loser. Really, they would have. You must never get laid. I'm just like, <laughs> hey, come on now. Come on, give me a little credit. I sometimes get laid. <laughs> I sometimes, sometimes. It's occasional. But, like, yeah, it's getting to the point now where, like, you're not a serious gamer unless you have a PC. We're slowly getting yeah. to that point. And if we go to the consoleist generation and it's just like the plug and play type thing. It's just going to be more that's casual. Gonna be so, that's going to be the most casual. That might be where the, where a, a divide happens where if you're serious about video yeah. games, you're going to get, you invest you in a PC, a PC. And if you're just a casual gamer, a, you just get, here's a jump drive. Plug, Cause plug. of course all those streaming services are going to be available on a PC. Oh, without a doubt. Everything's ran to the internet now. So, <laughs> but yeah, dude, I, like you said, you know, you called it, and I know you're. I know you're going to be right. It's just a matter of time. Like I know that these hot takes are going to come true. I don't want to be right. You no, know, I don't. I don't want to be I right don't. either because I love having a console because consoles are very convenient. But you can still be a hardcore gamer on it right now. Most of these hot takes, most of my hot takes, are things that I do not want to be right on. Yeah, I know. Me, but, me too. But like, yeah. But I know it's PCs going to are PCs I know are it, the yeah. future. They're already leaps and bounds ahead of consoles. If you're just looking at the writing on the wall, it's it's just going to happen. Yeah. It's, it's going to happen. It, That's it, where we're moving towards. Yeah, it's show. It's it's out there. It's they're they're showing us in plain day. Like, hey, this is we're this is where we're, we're leaning moving. way more towards PC and consoles generations. We're a lot closer. And than it's y'all just may reading think. their business practices and seeing what they're doing and like seeing who they're acquiring, like Microsoft acquiring Bethesda. Yeah. And and bringing. Just trying they to make did that for Game Pass. Yeah, they they, they did didn't a, do it to for like to have everything. They, they did do it to have exclusives, but they did it for they did it for Game Pass. Yeah. Oh, a hundred percent. So how hard they're pushing the Game Pass? Yeah. They're doing this just so that you know it's just becoming more and more convenient to game, and that's what they're that's gonna that's like their sales pitch. If you notice, conveniency is the the huge push that the Xbox Series X is pushing. Like the instant resume, you know, the quick pause, mm-hmm. jump to a next task. It's seamless. It's convenient. Mm-hmm. You can hop from game to game. The Game Pass instantly download a game that you want. It's convenient. Consoles are just becoming like cable boxes for people. They're becoming stuff that you just have in your house. Like, and what's it, happening to cable boxes? They're gone. They're dude. gone. Yeah, like it, a few it, people it, have them. My mom, my parents yeah. have one. But, people down here, especially in the yeah. south, who haven't quite caught up, they still have them. Yeah, but it's like. At this point, like, if you go into somebody's house and you don't see a gaming console, you're like, what the hell? Like, yeah, but I know I know. every week my dad's always thinking of, like, cutting the cable and just switching completely to Netflix yeah, and Hulu dude, and stuff. That's what I'm doing now. It's One, it's cheaper. Yeah. Cable's way too expensive because they're having to jack it up just to keep up with this stuff. But, I mean, we're not going to get into cable talk on a gaming yeah. podcast. But the, Xbox is just moving. Microsoft is just trying to make everything way more convenient. To be a gamer. Yeah. You're like, hey, 
You got if you have time, you know, you got an hour. Sit down, play a game real quick. You can one, resume real quick. One thing that does scare me though is is even though all of this streaming stuff is super convenient, um, even though it's super convenient, I am seeing some things that do kind of look like TV plans where like where you get a TV plan where it's like, hey, you get ESPN and the Food Channel and Cartoon yes. Network on, TV. on all yeah, <laughs> on all one package. I'm starting to see that with the games too though, because with Luna Luna came out. It had a base model. It was like five ninety nine to be in the beta. And the plus and then the premium. And then and then right next to it was, hey, you can also get Ubisoft on here for twelve ninety nine. Like that's a fucking TV package. That's oh, a TV yeah. package yeah. for an extra twelve ninety nine a month. You can get every Ubisoft game that's so ever are, made. So are we going to be seeing packages like that? Where it's and also Disney was doing it too. Where it's like mm-hmm. the, the streaming services are doing it just like a TV package. Where it was oh, like Hulu Disney was it. like Hulu does it hard. Hulu has like yeah. a live sports package, the no ads package, no ads with live sports package, the cable package where you can just get all these channels. And then Disney has the you can do Disney Plus or Disney and and Hulu or Disney and Hulu and ESPN. Yeah. And then it's being even included in people's phone plan. Like you have yeah. ESP, like with Verizon, your first year uh, on your contract, on a new contract, you get ESPN Plus, uh, Apple Music for free, and Disney Plus, and I think Hulu yeah. as well. And video games are going to be going down the same route if if they follow the same thing that Luna is doing, They're, which it's Amazon. So Amazon loves to. I don't. I don't want to say they nickel and dime you, but you know Jeff Jeff Bezos just loves money too much. Yeah, he started out really, really poor, so he gets every amount of money he can possibly get. Yeah, <laughs> he's yeah. scraping it in. He's like, "Give me all the monies." So it's gonna be, it's gonna be interesting to see it's, where all of this to goes. say the least. Yeah. To say the least, yeah, it's gonna be interesting. We I may see, see some like old bad business practices come back to life. Who knows? But I think the next two or four years, it's gonna be wild. It's about to get crazy, it's and there's to gonna be wild. a lot of changes. We aren't going to be too comfortable about. It. There's a lot of people out there that pay gonna... for so much more shit. Yeah, I hope. God, I hope we get better jobs in the next yeah, two to three years because jobs. I hope this podcast takes God, off. I might have to join the military again. <laughs> I might have to join you. <laughs> let's go to the army. Yeah, let's let's go. go to the army. Anybody want? Anybody else want to go? Anybody want to come? Join come on, let's go. Let's all go to the army. We'll be doing the podcast from uh, Afghanistan. Uh, army sponsors. <laughs> <laughs> go army. Dun 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 dun. dun. <laughs> Wherever <Whatever, laughs> the jingle goes, but. Yeah, uh, the next next two to three years, it's gonna be fun to watch. I'm telling you, it's gonna be if wild. you're a gamer, like, it's like hold on, just hold on tight because yeah. this is gonna be one hell of a roller coaster. Hold on to your butts. The last few years, it's all been about people who are big into movies. Like, it's been they they've been on a roller coaster ride for like the last two or three years. And gamers have just been sitting here. We just been playing. We just been. Oh, I got Netflix too, but yeah. I'm just gonna watch it on my PlayStation. We're I'm about keep to see playing. some. We're about to see some crazy. Y'all buckle changes. up, okay? Y'all we about to go. Up. It's about to get crazy. It's about to get crazy taxi. I'm telling here. you, we're about to go on a crazy taxi crazy ride. Crazy taxi. Like, oh man. God, I love that game. That needs. That game needs to be remastered. Bring back crazy taxi. Anyways, okay. So we're at the one hour, one and a half hour mark. Um, I think that's pretty good. I yeah. think that's good right there. I think we've gotten out a lot of stuff. Um, good stopping point. Made some good points. A lot yeah. of hard, hot takes. Yeah, I think this has been a pretty good podcast. We what did is- have a topic. To, we were going to go into cyberpunk sort of like as a showcase, uh, but oh, yeah. Destiny 2 kind of Destiny overtook took the spotlight. That. Yeah, yeah, Destiny took the showcase. Took, so. yeah. We also went down a lot of rabbit holes this episode, but I, I really liked it, though. I like the rabbit holes. Yeah, it went in, it went in some... Yeah. 
we went down some pretty good rabbit holes. Yeah. So please let us know if you enjoyed that. We were kind of a little bit more loose with today's podcast. Um, let us know what you thought. Let us know what you thought of our opinions. Do you agree that we're about to be in for a very scary future with video games? Yeah. Do you like this whole Bethesda, Microsoft yeah. deal? How do you feel about a Game Pass type of future? How do you feel about a consoleist future? How, do, you know, how is that? How is that going to affect your gaming? Uh, then with the rabbit holes... You, do y'all want us to stay more strict Yeah, on topic? We're, we're still trying to figure out yeah. our flow and our structure, so yeah. we would really like people's opinions on, on yeah, how we need, things We went. need to know what y'all want from us, because yeah. y'all are the ones listening. We're just making what y'all want to hear. So we need y'all's input, y'all's opinions, and you can't we can't hear you unless you put it in the comments or hit us up on Down our social on YouTube medias. Or hit us up on our social medias if you're just listening from the podcast. Yeah. What do you think of us doing a podcast from Afghanistan if we join the <laughs> army? Yeah, I mean, like, we'll, we'll have to do like Zoom calls and we'll, <laughs> we'll make it work, okay? We'll, we'll have like, we can do it, all right? So if one of us joins the military, and if I go back in or Fisher joins and I stay here, we'll figure out a way. We're still going to keep this thing trucking because we have like like 20 loyal followers loyal viewers and but we love y'all we really do y'all are really really helping us with this dream of ours yeah thank you guys for so much support really early out the gate it's only a few but thank you to everyone who's been listening who's been telling us about it and giving us your opinions thank you guys so much we really appreciate it Uh, i guess we'll save cyberpunk for a different episode yeah i guess Uh, we can maybe save it until we actually play the game yeah i got a lot of notes on it but it's more of like uh just stuff that the studios came out with it's, it's like well, it's right around the corner so maybe we want to we can save it we got plenty yeah, to talk we can, about we can save it we yeah we might want to talk about battle royales next yeah. week we got we got the new consoles are coming in very very yeah. soon so we're gonna have to get our hands on one of those and actually review it <laughs> so yeah. we're not just sitting here like so what this guy said on a youtube review about this about the playstation 5 is this and we're like yeah, yeah we're too broke we don't have one <laughs> yeah but other than that um I'm just going to drop, I don't I don't think we have to say our socials because I'm just going to drop our socials in the descriptions down below. So if you want to hit us up on Instagram or my Twitter, uh, definitely do that. I also stream or I try to stream every single week. Sometimes I'm not able to stick to a schedule because of work, but I do try to stream. So go give me a follow on Twitch. It uh, helps me out a ton. You know, I, I usually try to play games that we're talking about, like Destiny, or uh, recently I've been playing Genjin Impact that just came out a few days ago. So, it's a pretty game. Yeah, it's really pretty. Pretty anime boys and girls. It's a pretty game. It's a pretty game. So definitely go check that out. Help us out a lot. Uh, other than that, I hope you guys enjoyed everything. Thank you for listening, and we will see you back next week. See y'all later.